retroids riddled with scurvy or otherwise. I am 8-Bit Alchemy, and we are here with a new mini-sode format. We are trying to pilot that is called the Crow's Nest. And me and Parasite Steve decided today to go through an old Nintendo game that we kind of just decided to play a bit today and a little bit turned into a lot of bit. Yeah, and not a little bit at all. Hours gone by and here like we are, day. like five hours total of, of spending playing this game and going through a roller coaster of emotions and we kind of are just at a point where it would be really therapeutic to just talk about it into a microphone and if you feel like <laughs> listening. we have those. We have those. So, so. if you want to listen to us uh, talk about this, then, uh, you know, stay tuned. That's right. So, so uh, uh, what game did we, uh, did we decide to torture ourselves with all day so today. we decided to torture ourselves with a uh nes game called the battle of olympus which is mm. a game from 1988 and it was developed by infinity and published by broderbund and uh this game is a not joderbund not joderbund um he he is not involved mm -hmm. but uh this game is a side-scrolling action platformer type game uh with the primary flavor being uh, greek mythology mm. there's a, i would also say it's a uh action rpg in a yeah lot of ways. there's some rpg elements. yeah it's it's very uh link uh the, the second legend of zelda yeah, game yeah zelda 2 uh, the adventure of link ventures of link yes it, uh, it feels like that. It, it also kind of looks, I always thought it sort of looked like that game Faxanadu or Fazanadu, yeah, however Fazanadu. you want to say it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, and it's funny, like articles will typically compare all those games. So Yeah, they it looks the same. Yep. You kind of like, you know, move left and right. You got a little bit of a, you know, stabby sword kind of, you know, that you're jabbing guys with. And uh, there's a lot of combat, but also there's a lot of houses that you'll go into and you got to talk to people and mm -hmm. remember umpteen million different little, yes. you know, lines of dialogue. And so to... To make sure that this stays kind of quick and we're kind of in and out with this micro episode, because I want the micro episode to be a micro episode. Right, like like not more than 15, 20 minutes. Right. So let's see. Uh, let's start with the positives. Let's let's start with, with the beginning of the game and how we felt going into it. Yeah. You know, oh, actually, you, I could I could give a, just a real quick, yeah. like my, talk my history of, with this game. Talk about your history with this game. Is that when I was a kid, I actually really loved this game. And it was a game that I played. I owned it. I... Played it a million times, but I couldn't really get that far. Um, I would not say that I got halfway through the game. Um, there is uh, a lot of Greek mythology, as, as you said, and that was sort of like my my jam. My jam has always been like monsters and myths and lore. Because Greek mythology and, is, is pretty damn cool. You yeah. Know, like in the in the pantheon, pantheon of, of mythos. Yeah, lots of cool monsters. It, for me, it was kind of like, I said this to you uh, earlier as we were playing, it was, it's, it was almost like the same thing I get when I watch the Avengers movies, mm -hmm. in that these were all characters that I knew. It's so a who's who. It's like, oh, there's Medusa. Oh, there's the Hydra. Oh, there's the Siren. Oh, there's the Sentinel. Tour. Oh, there's a Minotaur. Oh, there's the three witches the that Nemean have one lion, eye. You know, yeah, like, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that was in Cyclopses. Like, and, yes, and all a lot kinds of stock of, creatures. Yeah. A lot of stuff, but it's all from Greek mythology. So, like, really fun, like stuff. And uh, and so I had this game. It's definitely not a game that I really got to play with many friends because nobody else really liked it. I did have one buddy who really uh, was the uh, the one who played it with me. This this kid Rich, we were really good friends with. Uh, me and Rich used to play this game. And I remember he got further than me and um, was able to show me levels I had never seen before. And I know we eventually like were able to see the ending. He definitely did it. I don't know if he did it with the game genie 
or if it was something that he eventually just kind of, you know, muscled through. I could not get that far. But, you know, it's a game I haven't touched since I was a little kid. And I did remember that the controls were really bad and it was yeah. really, really difficult. So uh, we, you know, just decide what the heck. Uh, obviously, now as a kid, you played it a little bit. A little bit. I remember you had like all the passwords and things through, you know, like the back of the manual, you could write down passcodes and stuff. And there was a bunch of passwords in there. So by the time I got around to playing it, I was mostly just, you know, I would give it a shot at the beginning and realize I can't really get that far. And then I would try out the passwords and just sort of mess around in the later parts. But I never tried to sit down right. and actually play through. The and these are game. like 20 character passwords. So yeah, they're, they're, they're really long. long. But it, it uh, understandable, just like in the Guardian Legend, there's a lot to keep track. There of. is so many permutations of like yeah. what, you know, what items you, have, you could have. How many health bars do you have? Like whatever. Right. There's you know? so much to pick up. Right. So I, I th okay. So let's let's talk about you. You want to talk about the the basic setup? Yeah. So okay, so we'll unpack the game from the start um, from the startup. You know, you basically you start out. You're in this little forest town, and you just go into a building, and you talk to the people nearby, and they kind of just tell you general things yeah, about the tons world. Tons of people to so talk to. So much front-loaded information. You know, they'll be like, Very oh, much like Faxanadu. Yeah, yeah the, the staff of Fennel allows you to shoot fire, and oh, okay, there's a, you know, there's a lion guarding this, this nymph in some cave, but all right. these places and names don't mean anything yet. So you're kind of just like collecting information and, and moving left to right. Yeah, you're like, okay. Right, okay. Uh, okay. okay. Sounds uh, good. Cool. Like, I'm cool in. Story. Yeah, every time it's a cool story bro it's a cool like, story uh, bro uh, uh, right okay but let's you know let's just mention it up front there's no map screen in the game that t that shows you where things are there's just a world map that gives you like general locations of places but it honestly isn't really helpful it's irrelevant to how you get there you know it's sort of just right. like hit like it's just for you know posterity's sake yeah, like there is a, a map. map of greece and you and, see various and, and it's towns. neat looking but like it's not super useful for navigating yeah so so finding where things are is is a challenging part of the game, and, and remembering and where remembering things things where are. things are, and also you know having like all these little like hanging thread moments of oh I didn't actually you know resolve this thing. So um, yeah, so like Parasite Steve said, the um, the controls are a little bit wonky. Like you you'll you'll move left and right, and it kind of feels like you're slippery, like you're like slipping on or like you like yeah, it feels you, a little slidey. Yeah, like you're it on takes ice like some almost. momentum before you get going at full speed, and um, you know the the combat is definitely really tricky. Uh, it honestly is one of the one of the short shortcomings of the game mm. uh, you start out in the game and like you have all these slug enemies that are crawling around on the tops of these trees and they fall down at you from like a really you know it's like way way above you mm -hmm. and they fall down and they're crawling on the ground and you're able to duck and attack but that is still too high to hit them so the only way to hit the slugs is to wait for them to jump slightly but every enemy for the most part has some amount of jumping that they do and it's all seemingly random so right. it becomes like just a total chaos theory moment of like i could literally be here all day yeah. and this guy might never jump yeah so you have to like wait for the slug to to approach you and hopefully hop so you're swinging your club as as fast as you can which is actually like really fast you can attack a lot of times and it's, it's very responsive yeah you can you can, you can really swing quite rapidly but it's beyond frustrating because yeah. this is the fr first enemy in the whole game and you're literally just standing there duck you're duck not standing there you're ducking and you're like wailing on the thing and it's just like slowly crawling towards you and you're like jump 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 jump, jump, jump. jump. and sometimes they don't jump right so you have to back up and then duck and do it again and it's sure like, enough the second you, you turn me? your back to run away from him he jumps twice and yeah. you're like oh my and then fucking then another, god and then you've lost ground and when you go forward it's respawned so right. it's just beyond frustrating you're like okay if if you could just swing your weapon it would be fine or right, if you like could a, like duck an and actually hit there was no enemy that was below your duck attack for crying out right loud. like anything it that's on the fine. ground you should just be able to and squat this is down the and first hit enemy yeah 
first enemy of the yeah. game. Or arguably one of the more annoying ones until yeah. you get much later. Yeah. So but, all the enemies are very hoppy. Yes. Like just, and if God forbid. Like you, an IPA. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very hoppy. So like, you know, you think, oh, well, why don't you just jump over him? It's just a slug. Yeah. He will 100% of the time jump if you try to jump over him and hit you and knock you back. So there's no jumping over right. the enemy either. Right. And, so, and this is the first enemy. Just it, little pathetic slugs. And it makes it worse because as soon as you try to jump over him, you're going to end up seeing two or three more. And then you're going to end up getting, you know, attacked on both right. sides. And it right. just becomes, you know, very quickly way too many enemies. So... The one thing we found out is that if you just run directly straight without stopping, you are fast enough to bypass them, and you can just book it right past. Just them. The so slugs. that's like just yeah, the slugs. Just that's the, the way you got to do it. Um, yeah. But there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different areas in the game, and one thing that I will say, or, or a few of the things that really are going for this game is that yeah, because we we overall I think have a negative opinion at the end of this, right? But it's, but it's a is... frustrating negative because there are yeah. things I like about the game, exactly. and I wish that it wasn't. So yeah, so I want to front load this episode with some positivity because so, we're definitely going to tear it down yeah. later. So I mean, the game is gorgeous. It has really great music. The palette, the color palette, and the way that they design the levels is great. Yeah. I mean, you have you know lush different forests. You have multiple different types of forests that look different. Yeah, you have like you know cliffside yeah, like towns. They just palette swapped right. the forest. Yeah, the forest here looks nothing. Looks nothing like, like the, the forest uses later. No tiles right. from the other forest. Or and and it, it really builds a very distinct, cool feeling. World. And you, you, right. know, you have like, you know, Cape Towns, you have mm -hmm. these cliffside ruins, you have, you know, underground passages like of terror. Right. And you even, know. Yeah. <laughs> even <laughs> underground passages. Underground of passage of terror. Even the, the people look pretty great. Honestly, they do. like yeah. all of them look pretty great. Your main character, it, he doesn't look like cool in a like badass sense, but he looks, he looks great. He looks great. Like he's, he's a, he's a cute little dude and he has like, I don't know if it's supposed to be like a wreath in his hair or if it's just a headband and his like hair is kind of little. Little teal highlights. Yeah, yeah. So he's all like this this pale teal color, which is a really atypical, atypical color yeah. for a hero yeah, character. Not not typical he's like at all. Kind of brown, and he he's outlined in brown, and he has the light teal and his skin color. So he looks very unique, and he's a decent size. He's not too big. He's he's but he's good. Mm -hmm. All the people look really really cool, and uh, almost all of the enemies and bosses look really good yeah i mean they do such a great job to rec you know to recreate some of the you know mythology in characters and monsters mm -hmm. that you know you know early on you end up having to go to the temple of zeus and you uh you fight this huge bull before him and it's a really amazing graphic that's only there Right, like there's no other bull like that two hits in the game. To kill. It looks like a big boss. Yeah, yeah. It it's it's way easier but than he should be. But it's it looks just like, like a bison, basically. Right. He looks it, like Tauros with one tail. Yes. From oh yeah, the Pokemon Tauros. Right. Because yeah. I was gonna say, I think he. I is think he Taurus. is called, called Tauros. Tauros. Yeah. I think yeah. it's whatever the, uh, the 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 zodiac was was named for mm -hmm. that bull. Tauros. Yeah. But he's really neat, and uh, you you fight in a later part. There's like these uh, like satyrs i guess that are just like jumping around yeah, and like, kind of yeah the goat guys yeah the goat the men fawns, and they're jumping around and stuff and whatever. and there's like you know a, a good amount of enemies that feel like they're pulled from the mythology mm -hmm. and they look really you know they're really Lots well of done mini bosses there is also uh two instances of uh nes boobage in there, this game yeah there is there's a medusa looking lady her name's lamia who is a is, or lamia is, I think it's Lamia. She's she's, she's not as I know, lame as I know, she I know, but I do I do think that that's how you pronounce it. But she is um, like a vampiric uh, sort of a creature that preyed on little kids. 
Um, but she has like a big snake tail and yeah, a bow but she and arrow. Looks like, she looks like Medusa, yeah. kind of. And uh, she looks, yeah, the lower half of, of her body is a snake. And she has a bow and arrow just like in the Clash of the Titans Medusa has, you know. And she's really cool. And, and it's it's crazy. Like she, I remember thinking as a kid, she's, you know, when she's drawing the arrow back, you can't see it. But when she releases, you have like side boob. boob. Right. <laughs> it's like side boob. It's like, oh man, look it's at like, that green pixelated side Nintendo. boob. this so, anyway. is I know, and, and it's an officially licensed by Nintendo. Yeah. The, the game was not like a bootleg thing. But so, but even Lamia, she has like a ton of colors in her. Because she's she also she's outlined like in brown. She's and greens. And yeah, like, she's outlined in brown. She has her skin, uh, skin color, like Caucasian skin color. And then she has like, I think a blue and a purple mm. in her tail. And she just yeah. looks awesome. Like it, really it's, it's does. It's a really awesome graphic. Great and, sprite. And so far, I mean, none of those really well done sprites have been reused. Right. Like, we will right. see enemies that Even some. Even that bull. There's, right. Which the, is so close the to the beginning of the game. Reused. I mean, Lamia doesn't get reused. The, there's a siren. But I mean, to, to kind of explain like what makes this game really fun and interesting at the at the get go is, you know, you're, you're going to get pretty early on. You're going to find where Lamia is. Yeah. And you're going to see that she's way too hard for you to kill and so uh you know you might be able to like really keep going and persevere and eventually beat her but there's there's an alternate you know way that you can go about it which is to if you had talked to zeus at the beginning of the game he notifies all of the other gods to help you out and so across the game you'll find these temples and in the temples there's usually a specific god that you talk to that will help you out in some way whether or not it's for free mm-hmm. or if it's for money, and we'll talk about money later. Yeah. Um, but there will be, uh, you know, people that around that'll help you. And so if you do that and you go to Athens and you go to visit Athena, she will give you a shield. Right. And, and the shield allows you that as long as you're not moving, if you're standing or ducking, any kind of physical projectiles will be deflected, yeah. which is super useful because Lamia is just shooting arrows constantly. Mm. So that part of it is really neat. So once you get the shield, then you're like, oh, man, now I can deflect those arrows. I'm going to go back and, and you know, fight her and I have like a, a way better chance of defeating her. And so then one thing leads to the next and you beat her. And it kind of just like it it becomes this treadmill of like, okay, I got one thing. Now I can do this. Mm-hmm. What is that gonna give me? Right. And then you do that. You you save this little kid from from Lamia, you bring him back to his mom, and then you are able to get this, you know, magic staff. It's the staff yeah, of fennel. Are, yep, now you have a better weapon. You have cool. a better weapon, cool. And they tell you that the staff of fennel can be imbued with the power of fire. It can yeah, it can but shoot fire, you, but it, it, it can't right now. Right now, it just looks exactly like the club, only it's only a red. little bit red. And, Does a little and more damage. It. But so herein is where you start to realize uh, the game's major. Well, I think it has two major flaws. Um, I think that the difficulty is so preposterously high. Like insane. I mean, this game could be reduced fifty percent by di- by its difficulty, and it would still be a challenging game. Only it would be a fun experience. So right now it's just hitting your head against a cinder block over and over forever. Like by like the point that we were at before we started recording this, I was literally like we, equivalent we, to head in cinder block. Like yeah, I we really wanted was, to try to beat it, and we were saving and loading. We, yeah. So okay. So full disclosure, we were playing this on the NES Mini. Or the NES Classic. Yeah, the NES Classic, and I had I had added a bunch of games to it. Yeah, so, so I hacked put NES this one Classic, on it. and so we were there using the save and load capabilities of the NES Classic. Yeah. So we were kind of like playing it for real for a long time. For a long time. Yeah, for and like, then for like it three just hours. became like, fuck this. This yeah. is ridiculous. We're just going to cheese out. Yeah. And even with the cheesing it out, it's like, okay, <laughs> you got to save like every two seconds. Still wicked hard. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really, really ridiculous. But, you know, so I think the difficulty is is insane. 
part of what makes part, yeah. it so difficult part is that the combat is just awful. It's just bad. So like what we were saying with the slug is like it doesn't get better. Right. There are enemies that are easier to hit. It's not like everything yeah. is like below. Like the satyrs are great. You know. They're about the same size yeah, as you. They fine. die in one hit. They're fine. No big deal. And but, then there are man. other things that are just, you know, and they will often fill up the screen in two seconds with constantly responding enemies and they drop them like two at a time of one type and then there's another two of another type and it's just like there are screens full of like these monkeys that that actually act exactly like the flea men in castlevania so they just kind of hop they stand in one spot until you get close enough and then they jump right at you you also have birds dropping rocks on your head and there's like two of each uh, and you're like, okay, but, and you're just trying to attack, but your attack is so pathetic that no matter what weapon you end up getting, it never actually matters. Mm-hmm. You essentially, it looks like even when you get like the best sword in the game, what it legitimately looks like is you're holding a butter knife. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very, it's, it's very like short. maybe six pixels long yeah. and you can barely get any kind of reach on it. And yeah. so many times I've, I went to, you know, attack an enemy and I fell like just slightly short and I'm like, dude, I am next to that thing. How am I supposed to get close? And to then this? there are all the times when your attack just straight up goes straight right up goes through, right through their sprite and it does not hurt them for no reason at all so so that that aspect right there ties back into this fire staff that you get right so you get this fire staff you can't shoot fire with it yet so the next big quest that you have to go on is to find um what's his name uh the uh prometheus prometheus you got to find prometheus so that he can grant you the ability to shoot fire it's cool it ties into mythology it's neat right because he was prometheus was the titan that gave fire to humans and was eternally punished by zeus and he uh, had his heart and liver removed every day zeus turned into an eagle and ate them every single day and then healed him for the next day maybe zeus is just an asshole maybe that's what those eagles were dropping on us his liver maybe maybe they're not dropping boulders possibly but it's uh it's it's the next big quest so you, you you know you go to a new area you go to attica and you end up actually i I think it's argolis but either way so you you end up in this new place and you you find where prometheus is you save him you have to defeat uh you know some uh, what was it oh the nemean lion the nemean lion was guarding him and it's kind of weird like he's a boss and he runs at you really fast but you'll kill him in two hits like all you really need to do is get one hit on him it staggers him and then you can hit him again real quick and he's dead so it's it's bizarre because certain bosses feel really easy and then other ones feel so difficult so you get Prometheus. He unlocks the ability for you to shoot fire with the staff of fennel that you got. Awesome. You think you're going to be such a badass. You have a projectile now. This thing, not only does it shoot a fireball, but when it hits the ground, it like slides across the ground with this little like column of fire. So you think, oh my God. And it oh looks cool and it feels it great. really cool. At first. You're I mean, like, oh, this is great. Right. And you feel like such a badass. But then the thing that Steve said comes into play where you realize very quickly that so many enemies for some reason like when they first appear on screen or even like 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 Steve was saying some of the enemies they they mimic like the flea men where they're always jumping or always they're hopping. hopping and there's like three or four enemy types that all do those little like periodic hops there's the slugs there's the satyrs there's like these the tons the monkeys there's, there's monkeys there's so many there's snakes there's that do cl- it lo- lobsters with no claws do they hop i think they do i don't know <laughs> the scorpions don't hop but they should because they but are, they're also they just, are clawless lobsters yeah wait are there yeah, with the monkeys and the birds that drop rocks, remember? Oh, wait. Oh, those are... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, claw, yeah. They look exactly like lobsters yeah. with no claws. Yeah, they're supposed to be scorpions, but they look ridiculous. I don't know if they are because they were scorpions were early with the claw. They had claws. Oh, so you think they just like slightly changed the graphic? I, oh, I no, literally... it's not the same graphic oh, at all. Oh, it's not? Wow. No, no, no. I, Like my brain just equated no, those same exact things. Honestly, they, honestly, I think the only 
Uh, the only enemy that appeared in two places that we saw were the bats, the bats, for and sure. the slugs, and the slugs. I don't think any other there, enemy there appeared. There are in two satyrs in, oh, in satyrs a couple spots. Were in two places, yeah. but, but by and large, they, there were like a wealth a of lot different, of different guys. But they, but they do act the same. Mm-hmm. Even the snakes are hoppy. Mm-hmm. The yeah. snakes, the snakes don't jump. They they hop all over the place. Unless it's a friggin' tree snake, which it's not. And when you get hit, you turn invincible for a second, like in most games. But it is like never useful. It's, it's like because one enemy can yeah. hop back and forth and keep hitting you. And keep hitting you. So like, and you, you never get a break. Them. You never get a break. You, you you're like uh, like I'm just trying to kill this one dude. I'm just trying to kill this one snake. One snake, and it's just back forth, back forth, jump back, back forth, forth, back going forth. through you, through you, through you, hitting and, you, hitting and you, every hitting time you. it hits you, it's crazy. you not only get hurt, but you get staggered in the direction. So it throws you whichever direction you get hit you know kind of like Mega Man or you know Castlevania a lot of games do that but it throws you into a spot where so often if a snake is jumping at you it'll hit you you'll fly backwards and then the snake will finish its jump and land where you currently are standing creating a situation where you are way too close to the enemy to hit it and you get hit, you again. Get hit again yeah so it's just like so frustrating a lot of times with these enemies yeah you feel like you got to hit them perfect yeah. before they get a chance to, to to screw with you it's maddening and if you screw it up you're gonna get hit like four times five times and, and so to go back to this fire staff when you shoot the fireball so many times these little tiniest jumps that the enemies do are enough to clear the fireball thing even though they're even technically though getting hit by the, half yeah, the sprite yeah, the graphic of the fire goes directly through them but the game's logic is oh well they're jumping though so they dodged it it's like yeah but the the fire pillar right. is like the the height of their jump like they can't or it's it's taller than their jump like there's no way right. that they avoided that right so it just like imagine ends up like, feeling useless right imagine like in adventure island when you're jumping over the the, the campfires right if, you, if, if you're if, like if you no, just no. had to like you know your feet could glide yeah through no it. it's I, I, only the bottom half of that sprite is gonna hurt me it's right like, what no the whole thing hurts you yeah so so that is just like one of the things that drives you so crazy and uh and the other thing is like so that right there is the second weapon you get eventually you get a sword and the sword is only is useful because it's stronger but also there's certain enemies that the first butter knife the, yeah the first butter knife uh, they say, oh, okay, only the Cyclops can only be hurt by the sword. Okay, fine, whatever. So I, I need the sword. But it's not any longer than like a wooden stick. It it's, is a it's little the, stronger. It, it's it's stronger. At that point in the game, but most it should of the enemies longer. only take one or two hits anyway. Yeah. So all it really does is help certain enemies go from two to one. Two to one hit, yeah. And later, there are more enemies that are stronger anyway. you Honestly, even watching a playthrough where this guy was able to beat the whole game in like two hours, he was often using the fire staff, even when he had the the strongest final butter knife sword. Yeah, the ultimate butter knife sword, which allows you to like shoot laser beams at the expense of, you know, getting hurt a little bit. The, that was like the full fat butter. Full fat butter. Butter butter. You knife. know, like whole fat. Double butter knife, no butter butter. Yeah, butter, double butter, butter all butter knife. Mm-hmm. And the 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 flame staff is still better because it's the only one that has an alternate move. And I and uh, and I think like you know to talk about some of the enemies that are just so insane are the bats in this game. Yep. are fucking cruel and honestly like cruel steve, and unusual steve steve has to talk about this because there were so many moments where those bats were just like the, I, yeah, the bane of existence up, the two of us the way we played it two players we just kind of switched off every so often like every like you know couple of bosses yeah, or whatever we, yeah we'd feel like okay that's enough and yeah. like let's switch and then um but so i kept getting sections with bat with bats and the bats are up on the top of the screen obviously they're bats there you can see their little eyes up there it's not about not seeing that they're there what they do is they dive bomb you and they come come at 
different speeds and different trajectories. So you can never anticipate what it's going to do. There is no graphical mm -hmm. indication of anything different that's going to happen. It's not like they had different color eyes or if like, I don't know, they did a little graphic thing that yeah, they there, flapped no before tell. they went there's down. No, or, there's no there's way no tell. as you have the player no to idea. know. Some of them you can approach really slow and stop and it will dive bomb straight down and if you stopped you can hit them when they get to the the height of your sword other ones though go right for you and it's not a guarantee it's, it's you not have, like you, yeah you it's have not no like idea. you can go oh i know how to deal with the bats oh, now. Right. it's right. just like well sometimes they'll right. do that and that's nice but other times they'll do like a, a slow yeah. descending arc and other times it is so it's fucking so fast. fast and when the fast ones go they are so freaking fast there's no chance in the world would, they for will you to get they out will of the way. dive come back up to the top of the screen and dive again and hit you twice in, in the time that it takes a slow bat to dive one time. Yes. It's like dive, 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 dive. They are going from the top of the screen to the bottom of the screen and back up. And that is how fast it is. It's insane. And you can never learn it. So you sort of learn to just keep getting hit just all run the time. just run through the everything the only good thing is there is a decent amount of uh like health drops throughout it but not a, not, not necessarily an, yeah, constant it, but it like it helps but not enough it does help it's the only thing i think that got us through a lot of parts is yeah. we're constantly picking up these the, they're like supposed to be bay leaves yeah they're they're called bay leaves but they look like little pieces of green mint gum like i, I always just thought they looked <laughs> like gum like, i'm like what is this gum. this guy's just out here eating gum like a fool yeah and uh so that's the health and the currency is these are these little black no, circles no no they are red orbs <laughs> like the graphic is a nice it's, it's pretty like red okay. orb and and, and we were and we were talking about it when we first started playing it and uh and and steve was like oh they he's like i wonder what those are and i'm like oh i don't know they're probably just crystals or whatever it's just a currency who or cares gem, right yeah, and steve's like i don't know he's like i bet they're olives i'm like why would they be olives they're That's Greek. They're, <laughs> they're red and he's like no nah, i don't know i think they're olives and then we talked to somebody and they're like oh well i have a special treat for you if you prevent me with 50 olives i'm like what the motherfuck <laughs> it is olives. olives what the shit it's just because they're greek a and b i mean there are there Why are like do we need olives. to give you 50 olives? <laughs> what are you what gonna the fuck are you going to do with are that? Are you going to open a, an olive store? Like, like what are you going to do? There's no way that you're going to sit there and chow down on 50 <laughs> olives or even put, like, we're, like, okay. Look. Yeah, there's an old lady in a cave. In a who cave. Wanted 50 olives. I mean, I guess she's hungry, right? Because she's not leaving the cave. <laughs> well, the but... crazy thing is she had ambrosia. That's what she was giving us, was oh the food God. for the gods, which is what, in the game, you're you right. have to get to extend your yeah, maximum health. That's how you which get more is health. permanent and totally worth getting. You got to get them. But all. it's like, oh my God, what are you going to do with these olives? It's currency. I don't know. Yeah. And, and, for you and, to do with it. And, and you know what? Honestly, like that lady was a random lady. She had no affiliation. And she was a total whatever. bitch because really like, you know what? Just give me the freaking ambrosia. Right. Okay? Like we came down into the cave. We've battled all these freaking salamanders There's so many to help salamanders you out. out your door. Jesus. I just killed. Yeah. Like how much salamanders give me the out the ambrosia? Was, and this lady's hiding ambrosia from us. So either way. And you're not going to use it, lady. No, no she's not going to use a fucking ambrosia. So what's ridiculous is that, okay, fine. There's a woman in a cave. She wants 50 olives. She's going to trade me ambrosia. Fine. What makes it ridiculous for me is that the main reason why you use these olives is not to go to a store, you know, not to have a shop where you buy, you know, a better weapon or a better item or anything right, like that. Right, there's no store. There's no store, but you're constantly getting these, these you know, these units of olives to, to potentially buy stuff. So it's all to be traded to like singular people that exist right. all scattershot throughout the world, and right? And most of it is for items you really need. Right. So 
I think three of the four people that we encountered who we needed to give money to were the gods. So you're telling me that Zeus put out the word. He sent out a group text to all the fucking gods right. and said, hey, we got this guy. He's battling for Olympus, okay? He's trying to help us. He's out here saving, you know, saving the day. And, he, and you know, he's he's helping, you know, save this princess, whatever. Yeah, okay. Athena's like, cool, I'll give him a shield for yeah, free. Yeah, Athena gives you a shield yeah, for free because like, she's oh, not awesome. a piece of shit. Yeah, but then, awesome. Thanks, Athena. Now right. I guess all the gods do this. Right. No. Longo. Nope, she's the only one because then you find Poseidon and you're like, hey, what up, Poseidon? Like, I just fought this friggin' Cyclops to, you know, come find What's you. What's up, Poseidon? Yeah, how's it going, Posey? And he's just like, oh, Yo, it's all right. Like, you want to use my power to ride dolphins across the ocean? And we're yeah, like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I want to ride the cute, black, adorable baby dolphin. And he's like, cool. Yeah, nice. That'll be 60 olives. And I'm like, you are fucking shitting me. Why do you want these olives? You like, are a god who doesn't even really probably need to eat, but you can also just like make food. Like, you're, you're the god of the sea. Right? Yeah, you you are a fish eater. Like you I'm can sure you it. can just generate There's no reason for you endless to want these red olives. snappers, like nonstop red snappers, right? Right. And then after so then that so you first it was fifty, then it was sixty, and then the next like three bunch of things yeah. are all eighty. Yeah, it's like, oh okay. <clears throat> then you find Hephaestus later. Right. And it's like, oh, do you want the yeah, ultimate he gives, sword? He gives you ultimate butter knife. Ultimate and you're like, butter well, knife. Okay, you're I, like, guess. I mean, I might as well. I need to spread the best butter. Ultimate butter needs right. the ultimate knife. And no. You 80. fucking have to pay him seventy olives and i'm like dude this level at this point is so difficult it's riddled with 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 like instant death traps yep and there's one thing we haven't mentioned which is every time you die your olives cut in half cut in half so if you have fucking 80 olives and you die once it's 40 and if you die again it's 20 if you die again so on and so forth all the way down to zero legitimately if you don't have save and load i do not know how you're supposed to do it it's the, too hard the only mechanic that exists in the game for saving your progress if you were playing this on an original nintendo yeah. is there is a password system that you can generate where if you go to a temple that you've already been to if you talk to them that god will come up to you and yeah. make a password and when you you die there's a continue option which starts you from directly where you died but it gives you well not from where you died i'm sorry it starts you from the the location like the of the, the, the god, town or whatever right? i think it starts you where the god's temple is doesn't it if you click continue it doesn't if you click continue it cuts your golden half and starts you from like basically the first screen of that world that you're in if you click retry it starts you from where you generated your password and last. we had to learn this by looking it up on the internet and what i don't know is i think that when you click retry it just brings you back to the point in time that you generated that password it's not like all the stuff you collected is still with oh, you. oh yeah we don't know i don't know that for sure we don't know, yeah. but yeah so that's kind of the only way you can do it in the game so to have these characters that ask for so much money after this huge long grueling stretch of right. like very difficult parts basically translates to okay you need to spend like an hour just in the one spot right before that guy who wants the money killing enemies non-stop until you get you know 70 the or problem 80 is olives. the enemies are so difficult especially in the later levels that one one it mistake feels like dead. it's not safe to do so right so it's better to go to the early levels and sort of grind just grind up on those satyrs. You yeah, know, that's really what you the satyrs are. The only enemies that are reliably like easy to kill. Yep, and they they constantly keep coming, so you're able to just like kill two at a time, like yep. every few seconds. Mm -hmm. But usually and they're really they're, horny. They're super. They're horny. a little horny. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, and they're very. They're bouncy. always ready to go. So hoppy. Yep. But so I, hoppy. but like just like IPAs. Yeah, kill the yeah, yeah. Yep. 
Kill those goat IPA. Kill those hoppy goat IPA beers. But the only thing is that those sections are not necessarily close to where you need to buy stuff. There's no hub where you can warp or like it would be fine if you could get to the the map screen and then like go from place to place or something. It's not like Super Mario World. It's just not how it is. Yeah. Super Mario World, you have a map screen where you can easily move in between levels and then play the level you want. With this, you have to go. Right. That would be great. That'd be great. But this, you have to physically walk left and right through every individual screen to get from point A to point F. Like, and it's you not can't like it's just, just like uh, a, a straight line. I mean, there are, <clears throat> you have to remember like, oh, the forest that you start in, if you walk to the far left, there's a house and that goes somewhere. If you walk uh, right like a, a little bit further, screens, like two screens over, like, then there's a tree and that leads to one of the places. If you go past that tree, there's another house and that leads you to the temple of Zeus. And if you go past that, it's a, there's another tree and that leads you to one of the other forests. So, and those lead to places that only you can only get to through weird means like that. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like, it's hard to even remember how it's to get very to very confusing. Yeah. So where you're like, oh, now you want me to go here. And so so back to the other thing. I was saying there were like two main problems, I think, that ruined this game. One being the difficulty. And obviously the combat, and the combat as all, part of it. all works into that. But also how esoteric the puzzles are in this game. And I think that this is sort of like it reminds me of Simon's Quest. You know, a lot of people know about Right. Simon's about Quest, the, the second Castlevania game. Do yep. In Simon's Quest being so so just esoteric it's like what are you talking about like like the 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 main one i always think of is the you know go to deborah cliff and uh summon a you know play the flute on deborah cliff or whatever that says and it's like you have to go to this one spot in the game that they're apparently calling deborah cliff but there's no way for you to know that yeah i think i think you would have that in the manual but that isn't something you have when you play and you have to face a certain direction and play the flute and if you're not facing even the right direction, then it won't work. Like literally, and then a tornado comes and takes you to this part you got to go or whatever. It's, it's, it's like, very esoteric. What? There's no reason for you to know that that's what you're supposed to. Like, it's so unclear. And this game is all that. It's it all that. all Deborah Cliffs. It, but what's disappointing is that there are some clues that made me think and I was able to figure it out. And I'm like, okay, yeah, early, you know, early, early on, yeah, there's, yeah. there's enough clues that are decent enough. So it, it like tricks you. It gets yeah. you like on yeah, the like ball. Yeah, like the guy's like, oh, well, Lamia is, is below the city and you have to, and she stole my grandson. And if you if you bring him back, you know, we'll give you something like, okay, yeah. awesome. And there's like, like maybe that two, two people that talk about that. So nice. you, you, you piece it together, you know what to do. There's another part where, you know, someone says, oh, you know, be careful. Uh, if you fall down in the pits here, you know, you might be attacked. You might find yourself in the den of salamanders, whatever. So that's like one person. And then another person says, oh, there exists someone out there who can make you a better, who can make you a fireproof shield using the skin of salamanders. So you put two and two together and you go, well... I kind of want to find the salamander right. den because I kind of want this shield, right? So now we, you know, we had save and load. We could, we could, you know, die and then, you know, go right back to where we were effortlessly. So take that with a grain of salt. But we were, you know, in this cave and we fell down yeah, every single hole. It was clear hole. that it was going to be in this cave. Somewhere in this cave. Somewhere in this place, in this cave. They're like, okay, salamander. There's maybe okay. five or six holes in this entire cave, right? Four of them kill you instantly. One of them takes you to a den of purple snakes that are not what you're looking for which are for, the regular color which are regular snakes. snakes and it's not what you're looking for but it's a red herring because 
they probably were expecting you to go, oh, I found it. There was nothing really down there. Right. Whatever. Right. But there's a second hole that you can fall down. And if you fall down that hole, you encounter these red variety snakes, mm-hmm. which are, by the way, immune to the fire staff. Yep. And they're like the only enemy in the game, I think, that has an immunity. But you can't use the staff. You can't use the fireball. So you, you have, have to, to wait till you have, you have the butter knife. Yeah, you got to get the butter knife. Because the club that you start with is way too weak for those guys. Right. And they take like five, six hits and each. You, and you get the butter knife like very far away from this. You got to yeah. make sure you go back. Then you go down there and you're able to, you know, reliably or semi-reliably kill these salamanders and they'll start dropping their hides and you're able to collect but them. But it's wicked rare. Right. It's it's extremely rare. But but like in a bubble, just that concept I yeah. think is great. I love that. Yeah. I love yeah, that there's idea. like a nice yeah. little puzzle and they make you figure that out and I love that. But in execution, right. it ends up becoming an insane With frustrating. Save and load. It probably took me an hour to get all the skins that I, that I needed. And you need by 20. the way, you need 20. 20. And I don't remember if it says 20 in the game somewhere. It doesn't. It I doesn't. Okay. I looked we it looked up. We looked it up online. So, so, so you need so, 20 freaking hides. So realistically, took me about what, an hour with save and load. Yeah, yeah with just that being means, able to keep retrying. Right, that means I am saving every time I get... I, I get a skin basically. Sometimes I would allow myself to die. Okay, I died that time, but I got four skins or whatever. Most of the time, I'm just like save and load, save and load, save and load. If you die, it starts you at the beginning of that of the whole uh, like level basically. So you have to go through a whole bunch of screens into the cave. You find the hole again, down jump to down. where those salamanders are. Right, and hope you still have enough health. You have unlimited lives. There isn't like a mm. problem with lives and continues. Yeah, there's no game over. But it's just amazing how many screens you have to walk through just to get back to the salamander pit. So that's when it was like, screw it. I'm just going to use save and load. This is just stupid. And it still took me over an hour or something. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It's nuts. And, and the thing is, is that, you know, we have the power of the internet, but realistically what would happen is that you, you know, you hear from from a couple of people that there's a person on the island of Crete that is able to, you know, make you this shield, whatever. But you don't know much about it other than, okay, you've, you've heard it needs salamander something, whatever. So we still, at this point, after, you know, three or four hours of playing this game, have not found the person that makes you this better shield. But realistically, you're going to be playing this Nintendo game for a very long time. You're going to finally get to Crete, finally, and find this person. And that person is going to ask you for 20 salamander skins in 80 olives. And at that point, is when you would you realistically turn your ass yeah. around and go find the fucking salamanders. And it's like, right. at that right. point, I can't even imagine wanting to do that. Right, and and you would have to have the currency. So even if you had a lot of currency, it's like you're going to have to survive, not keep losing half of your, right. your to keep olives. 80, because if you die with 80, you're back you to You just 40. bleed olives every you're, time. It's yeah, like, right. I mean, you don't all, bleed blood, you bleed olives. All just olives. coming out of your freaking pores. Yeah. You, but you'd be back to 40 yeah. if you died one time just with one those time. olives. It's and awful. you're dying a lot. This game is nothing it's but not, dying and it's frustration. It's crazy. So so it, it really so why are we talking about it? I mean, I think that it's it's really an interesting thing because it's a game that could have been amazing. Honestly, and even that- with the kind of slippy slidey controls, I think that all it really needed to, to be really truly fun is and you said this off mic, instead of yeah. a pokey sort yeah. of a Zelda instead of a stabby. Two, no stabby if it was just a slash. Yeah. Just give me a, a plenty give me of a games. Vertical have arc a slash of a slash, and then it can kill enemies on the ground when you're ducking. No problem. You know, like a Leonardo. Kind and it of makes it much much down. better to kill enemies that are flying yep. because you're not just like you're not just stabbing a needle yep. at you know a friggin' pin you know pinata swinging by. It's right. like you have like a big arc. I'm gonna smack. Yeah, that so. would be fine. That would make everything a lot better and stuff. But I mean, like honestly, like it. You know, it is almost a cool game. 
And at the beginning, it really feels like it, it really is, is a cool, cool game. game. I would say the first hour of the game was, was just thoroughly fun. fun. Like, thoroughly fun. fun. And then it got to the point where, like, all right, we're getting into this. Like, we're yeah. far. We're starting to see, like, side optional quests and stuff. Yeah, like, and I was really feeling like, okay, we're going to beat We're going to beat this. We're going to beat this today. And then our role got slowed so much because not only are there difficult things to figure out, but there was just so many insurmountable levels that felt and, like, and grinding. oh, my So much God. farming. Oh, my God. So yeah, you have to farm for the freaking currency. You we, just, we've done it, feels it, I think, like all of farming the game. I mean, that's really what it is. It is. All, I know. I feel like I've learned something about how to farm all of Yeah. It's it's nuts. Yeah, and you're, you're the Kalam Kalamata king or whatever. Kalamata you, Kalamata you. I don't know. Kalamata me. Kalamata me. Is it Kalamata or Katamata? It's Kala. Kalamata. 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 Kala. Kelly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So mm -hmm. yeah, that, the reason the reason to talk about this game is because we're frustrated and we kind of want to vent a little bit, but also yeah. we but think it's that not complete it, garbage. Th this isn't us just dumping uh, right. frustration. This isn't a sour gripe. This is like. We do like this game, and it, there's just there's more flaws than there are, yeah. you know, more cons than there are yes, pros. Absolutely, but it's kind of neat, and it would be interesting to hear if a anyone of the Retroids have played this game before, but also b if you haven't, if you were curious enough to give it a shot, and also talk to us about your feelings about it. Yeah, um, and I think that the the graphics are great, yep. the music is great, and uh, I think that is. What I find surprising is that despite the controls being slippery and slidey and not great, they're not the downfall of the game. Right. And it's, it's kind of so weird bad. because a lot of you times do learn, that's what's bad about it. Yeah, you learn to get used to it and it's not really it's that not big that a deal. Bad, but not it's not that bad, but it's mostly yeah. the fighting and, and trying to you yeah. know figure out what to do. Yeah, so um, I can't say this game straight out just sucks. I can't say that. Yeah. It's not fair. It's it doesn't like, suck. It's, it's flawed. It, it doesn't suck. It's super flawed. Super flawed. And uh, I think what's worth mentioning is that the company that made this game was... This was their first game. So so that company is... Uh, is uh, uh, radical entertainment and uh, that company or maybe oh I'm sorry no it's infinity uh, and that company was three people it was a programmer it was a designer and it was the composer hmm. and that was it this was their first game that they ever made and to be perfectly honest for them to have put something together with this much polish and this much depth right away as their first you know first game as a studio is amazing yeah because it stands next to games like fazanadu and the adventure of link but it does it's not as elevated as those because you hear people talk about those games yeah. you hear i've still never played fazanadu uh but people love that game and they love you know zelda 2 we almost played fazanadu yeah yeah we and, and honestly like zelda 2 is another one i would be very happy to play but uh, again, th those games have very yeah, the cryptic are definitely hints. Definitely better than Zelda Two. Better than Zelda Two for M by sure. By a lot, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's it's interesting because it existed alongside a lot of games that got elevated, but it never reached that status. But for me, growing up, this was actually the only one of that ilk that I had because we right. never had Zelda Two, we never had Fazanadu. So I was exposed to this game, and I always thought it was really cool, mm -hmm. but could never get far enough because I was young. I couldn't really read all the hints. Like I didn't know you know what they were talking about and stuff you went what does it say and what does it say, does it say? Ah! and i mean even if i could read i just maybe wasn't you know smart enough to figure figure it out i mean, I mean still today. Nobody, nobody's smart enough to figure this out you have to yeah, have freaking even today and uh another another like weird kind of piece of this game is uh you you get two musical instruments you get a ocarina and you get a harp and uh, the harp of Apollo, they say that you can use it to summon Pegasus at like these, you know, uh, pillars of the sun. And so there's like these few different spots in the game that you'll we found find. Three. 
Yeah, we found three uh, that were just like this very innocuous looking like square kind of graphic with like a little like sun type face on it. Now, now, now that I know what it is, I think it's it's very easy to see it. But just having gone through the game and not knowing what it was, I don't think I would have thought twice about it. I think it would have just thought it was a background element, and I wouldn't have even thought to try playing yeah, the hard there. There are little suns on these little blocks, on but these they really blocks. are small. They just look like background elements. But they don't. They, in the, the way that it works in the game is it it takes you to a random place. Well, and it's pre-programmed. Yeah, right. So like it's, the, so the it, one location yeah. will always take you to this other location. Right. But, but you can't go right back. Right. It's so a one-way it, trip. I think what I think it would be perfect is is if as you discovered other ones or maybe activated them by using the harp then you could go back and forth so if you've activated three it's going to go from one to number two to number three to number one right and then it would be fine because it would yes. be a great alternate way of getting around right it needs to act as like a controllable warp but instead it acts as a one-way street yep. highway so, yep. to a location that you need to remember where it goes because there's no indication of where it's going to bring you until you've done it once and then like like Steve said, there's no way to zip back to where you were. Yeah, so, so if you didn't save right before it without save and load, you're, you're just like, right. okay, now you're there. The first one that you find once you have the harp, it brings you back to the first building of yeah. the entire game that you start at. Like, so guess what you don't want to fucking be at? the beginning of the game now. Right, I don't oh want to be here now. So right. there should also be a text box that says, this will bring you to yeah, Attica. This will bring you yeah. to, you know, Arcadia. That way, at least you kind of have an idea of what's yeah. happening. But no. Uh, but no. No. It doesn't happen. So... Anyway, it's, I think we should probably wrap this up. Do you have any? It's not anything. Yeah. Final thoughts. I I would say that I am really hopeful that at least one person goes and checks out this game just to kind of talk about it and and maybe to have an opinion on it. But I think that there's not much else to be said. I kind of like this format of uh, you know when we're kind of just going through and exploring old things, whether it's a game or a movie or a, you know what you know what have you, just to kind of like poop out our thoughts on it real quick and and you know kind of get something out there so i think i've i think i've kind of said my yeah. piece on it so maybe we'll do some more of these and maybe it'll be different members of the the podcast and we're just going to kind of treat it as you know as we see fit but anyway before we get out of here i'm going to lay down this cool promo that uh that we got here which is going to clue you guys in to some really awesome stuff we got going on this month on the dorkening take it away patsy greetings children of the night you are hereby invited to attend the Dorkening Network's 8-part crossover event, Dorkvania. It all starts with the Dorkening on Sunday, March 8th, with a live show kicking off this ambitious endeavor. Then continues on March 11th when the Dorks will again be live to discuss the Castlevania Anniversary Video Game Collection. Then, on March 12th, Throwdown Thursday will be giving all the grave details about the Belmont family along with a special guest, followed by Super Retro Throwback Reviews covering games 1 through 4 on the original Nintendo on March 15th. On March 17th, tune in to Retro Redoctopus for their episode breaking down the music of Castlevania. Then catch the AmalgaCast on March 20th to get caught up on the Netflix anime. Followed by boobs, blood, and badasses covering the bloody history of the Castlevania franchise on March 22nd. Each episode will be dropping a part of a secret phrase that you must piece together in order to win some fabulous Castlevania prizes. And the series wraps up on March 25th with another live Dorkening podcast. Make sure to follow along on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to find out how to win. 
We promise this event won't suck. We know what's at stake. Wait, who wrote this? I'm very with Patsy. Play! Dorkvania, this month on the Dorkening Network. If you miss it, you must be bad. Oh, come on! All right, everybody. So that was some pretty cool news about Dorkvania. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm uh, excited. I'm I'm excited and excited. Extra excited. Yes, I'm extra excited. It's like a work excited page, but yeah, more. It's, it's a lot like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Thanks to uh, Patsy, the angry count vampire count, guy, Count Blackula, for uh, for laying down that 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 sweet tasty prom. Tastiest of proms, and cool. uh, and so that was actually our first episode of the Crow's Nest. Yeah, right? yeah, Crow's Nest, number one in the can. So hopefully we'll do be doing more of these, and it won't always be me and you. It might be uh, any combination of the retro Redoctopus Octo hosts. You never know what's going to happen. Octo crew. We, uh, we're just going to kind of keep it loosey goosey and see uh, see. Random boss we'll road. Random Bossers mode. Random Bossers mode. <laughs> and that will take it uh, take us to the end of this uh, this this rant on uh, on the Battle of Olympus, I believe. That's correct. Yes. Right, you are, Ken. So let's get out of here. I think I think we've overstayed our welcome, and uh, and uh, I don't know uh, I, I don't know about you, eight bit, but I'm gonna hang on to my olives and uh, maybe drink some ambrosia and kind of call it a night. Yeah, chug ambrosia. Have a good time. Okay. All right, I'll do that. Hick. Can you can you just 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 say hick? Like, hey. Hey. Hey.